Hi, my name is Thais Gibson, and I'm the co-owner and creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video, and in this video, I want to talk to you a little bit about how we can meet our own needs, especially for things like emotional connection, love, romance, affection, all of these different things that seem to be very important, but really challenging to meet on our own. And I'm also going to cover in this video some of the concepts of like why we want to be able to meet our needs on our own, not exclusively, not only on our own, but why it's important to have the availability in relationship to ourselves to be able to show up and meet our needs at least halfway. So we're going to cover like how needs sort of work at the subconscious level. We'll talk a little bit about the importance of needs in an actual relationship and why they matter so much and how they impact our ability to actually receive from others. And then we'll go through and talk about some strategies for how to meet our own needs, especially around the ones that I get the questions asked about the most, things like emotional connection, love, love, affection, romance, these sorts of things. Okay. So if this is something that's huge for you and you're like, oh my goodness, I really want to do a deep dive into this, we have uh, some Discover Your Subconscious um, Personal Needs course inside of the school. It's super in-depth. It helps you understand your basic human needs, your personality needs that really govern and drive your behavior and emotions, as well as your tertiary needs, so your moment-to-moment -moment needs from different individuals. And we're going to talk a little bit about that in this video. Um, so you can do a deep dive in that course. We also have an advanced needs course coming out that's going to be all about how to receive your needs, the importance of being able to understand, communicate, receive, and meet your own needs, and, and some different strategies for how to do this that, that are really in depth, as well as how to understand other people's needs so you can build more harmonious relationships. So if you want to do a deep dive into that, you can join the school. We have a promotion going on, um, which is a with you coupon code. We're going to keep alive as long as all the weird isolation stuff is happening in the world right now. Um, and so the coupon code is with you, all one word. It's 25% off um, three, six, 12-month membership bundles. We also have a lifetime access membership happening right now. Um, and it's on sale, super, super on sale for like 55% off or something of that sort. Um, all the way until October 10th. We've extended it till the end of our first week of our, our anniversary from October 2nd. And um, we're very excited about that. And then um, that basically gives access to all courses inside of the school, all previous, all future courses, all four live webinar calls um, with myself on a weekly basis, as well as all previously recorded webinar calls and everything that sort of goes into our webinar library after every single week that we're doing those calls. So um, lots of stuff in there, lots of access to our amazing community, our Discord chat channel, all of that stuff. So I'll put a link in the description box below for all of that, as well as a card on this video that you can click on. So let's talk about needs and how they actually impact our subconscious mind and our personality and drive our behavior and emotions. So needs are a prevalent part of our identity. Our subconscious personality needs are actually a big part, whether we're consciously aware of this or not, of who we identify ourselves to be. So who we think of ourselves as. So for example, if your personality needs consist of things like um, family, emotional connection, personal growth, security, you might come to identify yourself as a family man or, you know, um, really a big caretaker of your family and you'll, you'll talk about family a lot and you'll think about your family and you'll feel about your family and worry about them but feel really happy when they're they're doing well. And, and, and same with personal growth. You'll get a lot out of personal growth. You'll always want to have personal growth conversations 
conversations with people. You'll want to have deep emotional conversations if emotional connection is a big part of your personality needs. Maybe you'll be structured and ordered and value order and organization if security is in there. So all of these things will not only drive your behavior, but become a big part of your personality. Now, the problem becomes if we don't know what our needs are, then we really disempower ourselves because unmet needs are supposed to produce emotional pain. So if you look at it just from like a survival perspective, historically, if we had unmet needs for things like shelter, food, water, we're supposed to feel rumbling in our stomach or discomfort, not having shelter if it's cold or too hot or, you know, and so these, these, feelings we have are there to drive us to adapt and evolve. And that's part of how we've survived for so long. And by the same token, we have emotional needs. We have interpersonal needs and our needs from, from a personality perspective, if they're not being met, we're going to feel emotional pain. And if we have constant unmet needs, that means we're going to feel constant emotional pain. And having a lack of awareness for our subconscious needs and not knowing what they are not only creates like a lack of direction sometimes or unfulfilling relationships because we don't know how to communicate our needs if we don't know what they are, um, but also things like a lack of purpose, a lack of vibrancy or direction or fulfillment. And often when we have unmet needs in a relationship or when we have a, a sort of drifting happening in, our, happening in our lives, we don't have a purpose and direction because we're not aware of our needs. This can be a big source of, of depression, right? There's, there's three major sources. And I have a whole other video that goes about this and goes around this in, in a whole bunch of detail, but this is one of the thir three major sources. If we constantly have unmet needs that are really important to our identity and, and to our emotional well-being, our, our subconscious mind is supposed to elicit constant emotional pain. And it's there to poke at us, to get our awareness so that we can go inwards, we can evolve and adapt, meet our needs, and then feel good again. And that's a process of human emotional evolution and growth. So we have a whole bunch of ways that these needs take place. We have our basic human needs, okay? And this is from the work of Tony Robbins. And our basic human needs, and this is his work is based on a whole bunch of research from a whole bunch of other places. But basically, our six basic human needs are certainty, uncertainty, growth, contribution, love and connection, and significance, okay? So these are pretty self-explanatory. Significance has a lot to do with like meaning, um, purpose, but also things like approval or ways that people get significance met. Um, feeling powerful or important can make somebody feel significant. The rest are pretty self-explanatory. Growth can be like career growth, financial growth, personal growth, um, you know, all these different types of growth, spiritual growth. Um, and then certainty is really like safety, security, order, structure, knowing that you're going to be okay. Uncertainty can be novelty, exploration, change, adventure, um, just having, you know, things that push you outside of your comfort zone, new experiences, things that you're not certain about, right? Um, and then obviously love and connection, contribution, these things are pretty um, self-explanatory. So, so these are basic human needs, and these are things we all need for emotional well-being. And what happens, and this is a whole bunch of research I've done as a person, is that I've developed a system that says from these six basic human needs, our subconscious mind builds positive versus negative emotional associations to strategies to get our needs met. So I know that sounds like this big, crazy, like, what does that even mean? I'm going to explain it to you. So imagine that you 
have a basic need for love and connection. And let's say that ranks really high, okay? And you really value love and connection. It's really important to you. And then, you know, out of those six basic human needs, it's very high. Let's say it's your highest. And then let's say you go to school as a kid and you have a, a tough time making friends. And maybe, you know, social love and connection or emotional bonds through your peers and, and receiving love and connection through that method or mode or, or that strategy. Let's say it doesn't work that well for you. Well, your brain's going to build more negative associations to peers and, and deriving your basic need for love and connection met through peers because it's going to go, this doesn't feel that good. It feels disempowering. I don't make really good friends. It doesn't fill my cup. You know, I don't have really positive experiences or I don't feel like I'm receiving a lot of emotional connection through that method or modality. And so let's say by comparison that you're the same person having that experience with your peers. And then let's say you have lots of really powerful experiences with your family. Maybe your family, um, you know, you're securely attached to your family. Maybe they make you feel seen and heard and understood and all these different things. And so you build in a lot of positive emotional associations to the need for love and connection being met through family. So these become our personality needs, you know, based on our six basic human needs, where we have the biggest strategies that work best for us to get those needs met become a big part of our personality needs. So you might go, okay, family is a really important thing to me. Well, why is family important to why is somebody a family man or a family woman or why do they value their family so much? Because at a deep, <coughs> profound level, it's actually meeting their most important basic human need for love and connection. Now, without going too far into it, our, our basic human needs usually rank based on where we have the most perceived lack and the most um, emphasized perception of, of value or importance. Um, and that's maybe a topic for a different conversation, but, but um, you can look at it as like, based on your basic human needs, what strategies work best for you to get those basic human needs met? And those strategies are going to become a big part of your personality or identity. So we have this. And then what happens is if we don't have a strategy for getting these needs met ourselves or, or, you know, okay, so let me actually backtrack for a second. So you have your six basic human needs, you have your personality needs. Okay. So another example could be growth could be important to you. And maybe you find the most growth and empowerment from career growth or from personal growth, like doing mental, emotional growth and understanding yourself or from spiritual growth and your connection to something greater than yourself. Wherever you have the most positive over negative associations, that's going to become a big part of your personality needs and the way that you get your needs met through your persona itself. And these things become very important driving factors for our lives. They determine, you know, how much time we spend on things, what we want to connect with other people over, what we want to speak about, what we spend our money on, what we feel good about and inspired by versus what we feel not good about if something, if we perceive something threatens our needs. So by, by that token, you might have the experience of having a really high need for certainty or security. Okay. So maybe from your basic human need of certainty, security is really important. So maybe order, structure, organization, maybe those are the ways you get your needs met. And so that becomes a personality need. And then maybe somebody who's reckless or careless or disorganized 
you might feel threatened by them or frustrated by them because at a subconscious level, you perceive that they threaten your personality needs. And remember, your personality needs are basically your identity. They're your sense of self. So when our personality needs feel threatened, it feels like a potential death of self or threat to, to our own survival. And that's why people get triggered by different characters and personalities to a certain degree. That's a big part of what plays a role in that. So there's so much more to say about this topic, but what I want you to understand from this, and this is a huge thing for like all the PDS students who I know will be like, oh, you made this video, because um, it's a question I get in the school so often is how do we meet our own needs? But I want to get you to the importance of seeing why we have to be able to meet our own needs, okay? So we have those basic human needs, we have our, our personality needs, then we have our tertiary needs. These are moment-to-moment -moment needs. These are like these little streams leading back into a bigger body of water, leading back to the biggest body of water, which is our basic human needs. So you can imagine it's like little streams to larger streams or like your tertiary needs to your personality needs, then to the big body of water being those six basic human needs that drive you. And so, and those are almost unconscious. They're so deeply embedded in your subconscious. And so, um, when we look at our tertiary needs, these are our moment to moment needs. So these are like basically the same way we're like reverse engineering from family to love and connection. It's like, what do we need from our family to feel like the family bucket is fulfilled? So this could be things like we want to feel seen, heard, understood, these daily needs we have to fill our personality needs buckets. Okay. And I know I'm kind of like whizzing through this and it might feel like, well, this is so much information. I have like a full three hour course on this that goes into a tremendous amount, way more detail um, around this information, but you have to understand sort of this basic framework first in order to know what I'm getting to in this specific video topic. So you have these like smaller streams that lead into the bigger streams, that lead into the biggest body of water. And, and these are your daily needs. Now, when we want to get our needs filled. Okay. So once we've done the work, maybe you've jumped in the school, you've done the exercises to understand all of your needs structures. So you're super clear. Then what happens is we have to be able to recognize um, the importance of a specificity. So, you know, on a, on a daily basis, if we know our basic human need is for love and connection, but then we don't know like are the ways we get that and what our personality needs are. It's kind of like saying, I love going to an amusement park, but I don't know what my favorite ride is. It's like you can wander around the amusement park and get some of your, your, you know, um, buckets filled and feel good. Like, Oh yeah, it's fun being at the, the amusement park. But if you know, I go to the amusement park and my favorite ride is this, and this is my favorite game, you know, then you're going to have way more fun at the amusement park. So, so by the same token, like under that same analogy, if you know your basic human needs, that's amazing. This is going to be like a general direction your behavior is driven towards. But if you know the personality needs that get that need met, that's like knowing your favorite ride in the amusement park. It's like knowing that family meets your need for love and connection or friendships meet the need for love and connection or, um, you know, pets or um, social connections or, you know, whatever it might be, your form, right? Romantic relationships for love and connection. And so then you, you're more empowered to get more fulfillment because you know the best strategy for you to derive that fulfillment to meet one of those six basic human needs. And then if you know your moment to moment needs, it's like even better. It's like knowing that it's not just romantic relationships that meet your need for love and connection. It's when you feel seen, heard, and appreciated in a romantic relationship. And it's like really fine tuning your ability to get your needs met by others because of the fact that you are communicating in a way that 
is like you knowing exactly the map to your favorite ride and exactly what your favorite game is and, and having a plan. So you're like most efficient and effective at having the best time in your at the amusement park. This is like your most efficient and effective roadmap for having the best time in your life. Okay. So, so this is sort of, I hope this is all coming together and making sense so far. So when we look at then how this translates to having others meet our needs, what you also have to recognize is that you're not going to be good at receiving those needs be, from being met if you're not able to fill your own cup halfway. So if you know, for example, that feeling seen, heard, and understood by others is such a thing for you in romantic relationships to meet that big need of love and connection, but then you're not good at seeing, hearing, and understanding yourself, how are you going to be at communicating yourself to others? How are you going to be at actually communicating what your fears are or wounds are or these things about yourself that you truly want people to see, hear, and understand? So here is like this really important pivotal point when it comes to our needs. It's before I can receive my needs from others effectively, I first have to have the roadmap of understanding my six basic human needs, the best strategies, AKA the best, my favorite ride in the, the amusement park, the best strategies to get those needs met, and then exactly the, the dynamics through which that's my favorite ride or my favorite game as well as my favorite ride. So it's like then also to know that I wanna feel seen, heard, and understood by my romantic relationships and that's the best way to get love and connection met. So you get this whole map from the, from the Discover and Embrace Your Personality Needs course because it guides you there. And then what we have to understand is then to feel seen and heard and understood, I have to do that work and fill my cup halfway first. And your needs are like buckets. We feel fulfilled when our buckets are fulfilled, when they are filled up. And we feel a lack of fulfillment and emotional pain and disconnection when those buckets aren't filled. So unless we have a really clear picture of these needs at a deep, profound subconscious level, we're really minimizing our ability to feel fulfilled in our personal lives, as well as in our romantic relationships, friendships, family relationships overall. So it's extremely important to be able to understand this stuff. And then if you don't have that dynamic at play, right, then, then if you're not able to um, fill your cup halfway yourself or fill your bucket halfway yourself, what you can compare this to is it's like, it's like you, you're driving somewhere and your gas tank is permanently on empty and you don't know how to go and fill up your gas tank halfway yourself. And so every person that passes you by, you're going to become desperate for them to give you gas. And then you're going to do things from a desperate perspective that might frighten people, that might push them away, that might be like, ah, I'm not giving you my gas. Like you're, you're being, you're coming on too strong. And the same analogy applies to our personal lives. If we are desperate for love and connection from others, and we don't know how to give love and connection to ourselves, if we're desperate to be seen, heard by others, we don't know how to give these things to ourselves. It's going to come out in the wrong way. We're not going to ask for it properly. And we're going to have dependency on those needs being met outside of us because we don't have any capacity to fill our own tank halfway. And whenever we run on empty, we become desperate to get our needs met. And then we have, you know, we're seeking the fastest ways of getting our needs met, not the best ways of getting our needs met. And so what you can imagine is to be in a healthy relationship to get our needs met from others, we have to be able to fill our own cup halfway. That's a non-negotiable. And um, you know, if we are in charge of that, then we don't come from a place of lack and we don't put up with things that aren't serving us because we're so desperate to get this need met that we're willing to put up with all this 
not so great stuff on over here, right? Which is like, how many times have you seen people in relationships and they won't let go of a bad relationship because the relationship is meeting some need that is so important and so prevalent for this person that they're not able to meet for themselves, that it creates almost like an addiction or a dependency on this person or relationship. And they're unwilling to let go of it, even though all this crappy stuff is happening over here because they're really unwilling to let go of that need being met. And so what we can do is we can come up with strategies to meet our own needs. Now, a lot of students inside of our school are like doing this and, and have done, you know, in this is a big in-depth course that people do. And then they're like, how do we meet our needs for love and connection or romance or affection and or emotional connection? And how do we not just seek that outside of ourselves? And here's the really profound part. Okay. And hopefully this isn't too much info or like advanced stuff to put into a video. I save all the like advanced stuff for inside the school because I have three hours to do the courses and stuff. But here's this big point that I want you to know. Um, everything is, is sort of streaming back to our six basic human needs. So when we're trying to meet our own needs, all you have to do is look at yourself and be like, okay, so what is the need that I'm trying to meet? So maybe it's affection from romantic relationships to get love and connection. And you're like, how do I meet affection in the relationship to myself? Well, what you can ask is what basic human needs does affection meet? Oh my gosh, well, when I get affection from a romantic partner, I feel loved, I feel um, um, safe, okay? So I hear love and connection and certainty from the basic human needs. And so all we have to do is be able to recognize when we're trying to meet our own needs in those trickier forms, all we have to be able to do is recognize what basic human needs is this tertiary need meeting and how can I make sure I'm really filling those basic human needs up. And while it's not going to be your favorite ride on the, you know, it's not like you went to your favorite ride in the amusement park, what it is going to do is it's going to fill your bucket up enough so that you had an enjoyable time. You, you, this, you know, on the Saturday afternoon, you went to the amusement park. You didn't get to go on all the best rides and have all your best snacks or, or games, but you were there and you still had an enjoyable day. And this is the same idea. It's like, if we can know what we're seeking at that tertiary level and get really clear, and then we can go, okay, what basic human needs is that linked to? And then fill up our bucket from that perspective. We're not going to feel like we're overflowing with affection when we're single or quarantined or isolated, but we, by meeting those, the, the basic human needs, that thing is linked to, you know, how do we have more safety in our lives? Because a lot of like growing up, our, our earliest emotional associations to um, affection are usually being held by a parent or breastfed or cradled or rocked to sleep or all these things that actually induce feelings of safety to a child. And those are early subconscious programs. So if we can meet our needs for safety in different forms by being organized, structured, maybe living in a safe area, having a safety plan, um, you know, having certainty in terms of organizing your life and, and having goals for yourself, even if you're a little bit isolated or quarantined or whatever it might be. And then if you can have love and connection met by reaching out to multiple friends and family, having um, Zoom calls booked, phone conversations that you're more vulnerable in, and then even things at a surface level, like what makes you feel like you're receiving affection, wrapping yourself in blankets, wearing cozy PJs and lighting candles and drinking tea and putting on the fire. Like 
if you can do these things in all different forms, you're not going to be like necessarily exploding with fulfillment. Like as if, you know, it won't necessarily feel the same way it would feel to have, you know, be held by a romantic partner and it's the love of your life. And you're so, you know, happy in that moment, but it's not going to be like, you're just stuck in a room instead of at least going to the amusement park on that Sunday, Saturday or Sunday afternoon. And so that's the idea. And what I really want to stress here is that when we meet our needs, like that, okay? And we fill our bucket halfway because we can always fill our own bucket at least halfway, sometimes more. What this creates is not a lack mentality when we go to receive needs from other people. And so let's say we're on a date and we're, we, we want affection, we miss affection. If we're coming towards affection from a space where we already have those underlying needs being met of safety, of comfort, of, of um, well, the basic human needs would be um, certainty and love and connection. If those things are full, affection will feel like this nice benefit we get to receive and we'll be able to approach it from a space of healthy non-attachment, from, from a space of like being open and really excited to receive it, but not a place where we're like, what if I lose it? What if I lose it? What if I lose it? And the moment we come towards needs from a place of desperation and lack within ourselves, we sabotage our receiving of them from others. And there's a whole bunch of subconscious reasons for that, that I will save for maybe another video. If you want to see that, let me know in the comments below, like why, when we come towards things from a place of desperation and lack, we actually end up sabotaging them the vast majority of the time or pushing them away without recognizing. And I'm sure everybody can relate. And there's actually specific mechanics for that that I won't cover in this video because I know it's already like very in depth. Um, but if you're interested, let me know in the comments below. But what I want you to understand is that whole process the way it works. And this is a very high level description of like, you know, in the personality needs course, literally there's like workbooks, questionnaires for you to define your needs, understand them in order. What's the, what's the hierarchy, what you're specifically are. And it creates a roadmap, not just for fulfillment, but also for interpersonal relationships. And, and we, we give tools and, and especially in our advanced needs course coming out about how to understand others needs so we can have the best version of our most harmonious relationships and also understand and, and respect each other's identities when we dive into per interpersonal interactions. So I hope this wasn't too much information. Um, all jam packed in one video. You can always, I know some people say I speak fast and it's definitely true. Um, you can always slow down the time on YouTube. Like you can, I think you can like make it go at like half speed, by the way, in case anybody's wondering, I see a lot of you guys leave that in the comments and I think it's really valuable to share. So thank you guys. And then also you can rewatch this and go back through it, or you can jump into um, the school and start this course for yourself. Because I think these things like the amount of time and, and, energy they save you that would be spent floating around, not feeling like your needs are met or not feeling very fulfilled or as fulfilled as you could be, um, is huge, is really, really powerful to, to make the shift from one side to the other. So I hope this is useful. Um, thank you so much for watching and for being here. Please like, share, and subscribe. If you're getting a lot of value out of this channel, I would so appreciate it. And I will see you in the next video.